We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas, and ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. Senator Rand Paul was allegedly assaulted at We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. Dear viewers, we have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad are taking over. We have come to take our country back. He also worries that civil war could be on the way back. The coronavirus. There are fears a rapidly spreading virus has reached Australia. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Of Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go, Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you in banned from entering the country. Christmas Island declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am your host, James Masson, and this is the first episode of February. I know towards the end of January, I got a little spy with my uploads. My apologies, I was traveling. Uh, my travels have been uploaded to Rumble. I will be uploading some more footage. I've largely just uploaded a six-hour video with my day in D.C. for the January 23rd Stop the Mandates and American Homecoming Rally. Uh, it's a pretty fun event. Uh, just want to discuss that real fast. Uh, it was really nice. It was probably about. Uh, I don't want to get too uh, exaggerative here, but I'll, I'll I'll say between two and three thousand. Keep it in that range. Not the biggest gathering I've seen. You know, I was at I was in uh, D.C. in October and December. And easily a million people came out for both of those events. Uh, they tried to save like a hundred thousand and all that. No, that was easily a million people. I fucking I had to like mosh pit my way to get to that crowd. Here it was just a matter of excuse me, pardon me, please pardon me, excuse me, coming through, pardon me, excuse me. But uh, it's a good event. Uh, Robert Kennedy is a hell of a speaker, and you know I, I've always had a soft spot for the Kennedys. Uh, I don't think Robert Kennedy Sr. was corrupt in the same way that people think he was. I, I, I don't think the Kennedy family is 
I, I think a lot of what you hear about the Candy family is intentional misinformation. Uh, I, I don't think the Kennedys were this crazy corrupt family. I know that their family's money came from bootlegging, but I have somebody who has a, ve- a very favorable outlook on Al Capone. He murdered people. Yes, he also made sure that people have the right to enjoy whatever substances they want. Remember, I am pro-drug legalization. I am almost always on the side of the drug dealer. When it comes to si- when it comes to choosing the war on drugs, I'm on the side of drugs every fucking time. So, uh, Robert Kennedy was an amazing speaker. Uh, he he clear cl- it's clear that Parkinson's is starting to take over. Uh, I don't know how many more years we'll have uh, the, I don't know, the the privilege, I guess, would be the only word that comes to mind of listening to Robert Kennedy Jr. speak. Just, uh, if you watch my footage or watch anything of him speaking the last couple years, he's, Parkinson's really starting to take a toll on him. And there were sniper rifles there, too, and I just wanted to say it's very brave of Kennedy to be anywhere near a fed with a sniper rifle. Because, uh, you know, Kennedy's in the same proximity as uh, feds with sniper rifles. Doesn't work out so well. No oh, shit. Conspiracy theory slipped on in. Uh, Luke Rakowski was there. I didn't get to meet him. Uh, y'all know I wanted to run up on him and uh, hit him with some uncomfortable questions. Like, hey, buddy, you want to you wanna talk about how important American jobs are? Why is all your shit made in China? You know, give him a teaspoon of his own fucking medicine. But I didn't see him. Uh, a bunch of people who did, who, like, large YouTubers interviewed, I got interviewed too, so it was kind of fun. Uh, there was a guy that said, fully vaxxed Democrat for, uh, for body autonomy, for bodily autonomy, and medical choice. He, he was a really cool guy, Uh, a couple undercover feds I ran into, two of them I pointed out, two of them uh, I interviewed. Uh, all in all, it was a pretty good event. Uh, I thought I had my phone stolen, but I found my phone, and I already had a new phone activated. So, you know, uh, yay. Uh, I'll be uploading the interviews and the events separately as well. So you'll have, like, the main upload, which is the five hours. And you'll have, like, a two-hour upload of interviews and, like, a a three-and-a-half-hour upload of the events. Of, like, the event itself. Uh, That should be up by tomorrow morning. Uh, Other than that, I want to talk about Judge Breyer stepping down. A lot of people in my inner circle seem to be panicking, and I, for the love of God, cannot figure out fucking why. Why? What? Is it just... Maybe it's because I tend to be the more left in my groups, surprisingly enough. I, I tend to be the left voice in a lot of my groups. Uh, why does it fucking matter? One old fuck's retiring. Oh, well. Big fucking Wow. Uh, Judge Breyer's retiring. You're right. Biden will get to nominate a Supreme Court judge. I don't see the fucking problem here. Breyer is a Democrat judge retiring. Joe Biden will be replacing a Democrat with either a Democrat, a communist, or a progressive. A a left seat getting replaced by a left. There's no Republican stepping down. You're not going to lose your, your, your conservative majority of over, uh, conservative majority over the Supreme Court. That's going fucking nowhere. You just replace one Democrat with another. It's still like three to six. I don't see where the worry is. Now, if it was Judge Clarence Thomas stepping down and being replaced, then I would be a little bit more worried. 
that would throw it in. So it'd be, you know, what, what was that? Four to five? Yeah, it'd be four to five. Then, you know, I'd be a little bit more like, oh, okay, because Dr- Roberts, Roberts is a, a notorious swing. He's a fucking rhino. Hey, by the way, look, you guys should really look into Judge Roberts and his kids and how they were trafficked. This is a conspiracy theory. Judge Roberts has some really questionable shit about his kids. Like some real, like, Epstein shit. It's quite creepy when you look into it. Um, but I got an article here from the Hill I want to read and go a little bit more into this conversation. That being said, welcome to Inside Four Walls. I am host James Maston, and let's get right into it. Our first article comes from the Hill. Biden's Supreme Court pick seems likely to make progressives happy. By Hannah Trudeau, published February 2nd, 2022. Progressives are actively strategizing around who they want President Biden to nominate to Supreme Court. Democrats have largely avoided discord over the pending decision both publicly and in private. While liberals have a list of priorities and personal preferences, activists and operatives say the slate of candidates coming into form offer candidates who are highly attractive to people throughout the party. As a result, they see the pick as unifying across the ideological spectrum after months of battle over Biden's legislative agenda. Quote, very often, the left gets put into a situation where we have to choose representation over politics. Oh my god, it's hard. Why? First off, I may be wrong here, but I'm just gonna go right off of what you just said here. There's more quotes from this fucking clown here that I can tell this dude's gonna go more identity politics over actual, you know, fucking logical politics. Fine, bucko, let's talk about it. Alright. There is no point in time you should ever have to choose representation over politics. Politics comes first. I don't care if you're white, black, two-headed, Episcopalian zebra. I don't give a fuck. As long as your ideas are good. We should not be playing identity politics when it comes to choosing a Supreme Court justice. Now, I don't care if you pick somebody on the left or right as long as they're qualified for the job. But, from the offset, we knew Biden was going to play some sort of identity card. Now, he himself hasn't publicly said it, but it's been on the lips of everybody in this industry that I'm a part of. And I... Very often, the left gets put into a situation where we have to choose representation over politics. Let's see. On the Supreme Court, we got a black conservative. Uh, we got a Democrat uh, Latino chick or woman. Uh, we got a Polish guy. And I believe Kavanaugh is Italian. So we already have a pretty diverse up there. You know, you got... POCs on the left, POCs on the right, POS is all around. So what? Uh, who's underrepresented here? What you want? Um, you want somebody mentally ill in office? You want a dude in a dress and a pink hair? All right, all right. I can see that happening. I can see you going that way. You want a? Maybe you want a chick with fucking shaved head and a beard. That's underrepresented. 
You were to a circus, why not appoint the clowns to the legislative? Or would that be that be judicial? To the judicial. It's just no. It annoys me. You constantly want to play games like, oh well this person isn't represented enough, so we need to put them in a position of power. You know, that actually does kind of fuck with the person themselves, right? Because maybe not in the moment, down the, down down the road from now, they'll be sitting there like, am I here because I'm actually qualified or because I'm a token? People have those thoughts. And you know what? I guarantee you, it's a group of white chicks who are who are demanding this kind of shit. And I, and I see the quotes here from Rochelle O'Leary. Lovely star. <clears throat> said Rochelle O'Leary, executive director of the Women's March, one of several groups that led organizing efforts, calling on Justice Stephen Breyer to step down to ensure Biden could choose a Democratic Senate and a Democratic Senate could confirm his successor. So, Judge Breyer didn't even step down because he wanted to. Now, this is something I was going to touch on later, but now that the whole article was brought up, I can get into it now. Yeah, no, Breyer's being pressured to step down. He, uh, he's actively said he didn't want to retire, and right now he's currently being forced to do so, both online and from different uh, staffers and by Anna Kamala's cabinet, have been trying to put pressure on him both publicly and in private a little bit. Uh, and Women's March, huh? Left that same group of chicks who stormed the Supreme Court building to try and attack Kavanaugh. By the way, they weren't called insurrectionists, and they literally tried to attack an elected official. And I don't understand this, right? To step down and ensure Biden could choose, and a Democratic Senate could confirm his existence. Brian is already a die-hard Democrat. He's pro so he, he was pro mandates for fuck's sake. I don't understand why. What what did you hope to achieve here? You replace a progressive Democrat with a progressive Democrat? What? Oh, could it be that the power play here is you want somebody younger? Because what if Breyer dies under a Trump election? Right? What if Trump gets back in there all, all, all Garfield style, right? Gets reelected to a non-executive term, and then Breyer dies. Trump gets a fourth Supreme Court judge. Oh boy. But you have to understand, all these judges are old. They're all old. Sonny Sotomayor is like the younger. And I, and I do want to get on this now before I go any further. It will not be Kamala Harris. I'm sorry, Kamala Harris is ego is far too big for the Supreme Court. She sees herself in higher positions of grandeur than the Supreme Court justice. A lot of people want to try and tell me that Biden's going to pick Kamala Harris. No, Kamala's waiting for the day Biden falls down the stairs and she becomes president. She's waiting for the day that he fucking dies so she can take over. Why would she Why would she throw away her ability to be a president to become a fucking Supreme Court justice? Uh, uh, Supreme Court justices tend to be forgotten post a generation that they're relevant in. Like you got a bunch of bitches now wearing uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg t-shirts. Seriously, ask them one accomplishment. They will not be able to tell you. I can point out, yeah, in the 80s through the 70s and 80s, she campaigned and got some serious rights and activist work done for women. Things I may not necessarily agree with, especially things on the abortion front that I may not agree with, but she did actually campaign and want to die on these hills. I do not support 
abortions at any level, but at least she was willing to fight for it, you know, going to hell and all whatnot, but fuck you, you know, but hey, you know, you had your convictions, I guess. Most people going around saying, Amy Coney Barrett isn't half the judge that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is. I will actually agree, but ask them why they feel that way. They will not be able to tell you. <clears throat> Quote, The candidates who are being seriously floated do not force the left to make a trade-off of things. That's why it's been relatively easy, she said. Yeah, because you're literally replacing a Democrat with a Democrat. I Again, the only logical way I can approach this is they want to get Breyer out so that he doesn't die in office and give Trump a fourth Supreme Court justice. Which still might fucking happen. The other two Democrats are old too. So Sonia Sotomayor is in her fucking high 70s. And what is it, Alito? Fuck, he's Methuselah. I think he might be just a little younger than Breyer at this point. It's not really like this achieves nothing. Uh, I don't understand why the right's so worried about it. This is doing nothing ultimately. Uh, Biden declaring that he would nominate a black woman fulfilled a campaign pledge and was seen as welcome news by many Democrats. Yes, well, Biden's constantly going back on all of his campaign promises. I mean, I don't put it past him, but imagine being this black chick, right? You're in there. You sit at your fancy desk, you got your fancy little gavel, and you start wondering, am I here because I'm qualified, or am I here because Biden wanted to put a colored chick in a position of power? Am I a token, or am I actually qualified for this position? If you happen, if you want to make a list of people who are qualified and happen to be black, for sure. You want to make a list of the like most not most qualified individuals for this job, right? And you filter them out by race, so you only have black qualified individuals left. That's fine. But you already know that's not what the Biden administration is going to do. And that takes too much effort. They're going to find... Kamala's probably going to appoint somebody out from California and be like, I want her, Joe. And Joe's going to be like, her. Let me sniff her. And then she'll have the job. Biden's declaration that he would nominate a black uh, black woman fulfilled the campaign pledge was seen as a welcome to the Democrat. As a candidate, Biden was ev- uh, was evaluated by black voters during the 2020 campaign. Restart at as three, two, one. As a candidate, Biden was elevated by black voters during the 2020 campaign. Interesting because we actually saw record number turnout of blacks and Hispanics for Trump. But uh, don't notice irregularities, folks. Quote The lack of polarization speaks to the deep bench of black women who are qualified and overqualified for this role, Carmona said. Nearly a dozen names have been mentioned in conversations around the selection process. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer, a Democrat from New York, said he wants to see a confirmation move quickly through the upper chambers, mirroring the one-month time frame it took 
a GOP-led Senate to confirm former President Trump's nominee, Justice Amy Coney Barrett. Again, massive riots. You'll see the riot riot of this, by the way. The left rioted every time. I remember uh, when Amy Coney Barrett got elected, and I will stand by, I don't think she's got a constitutional Supreme Court justice. I think she was exclusively a diversity hire. I think Trump wanted a chicken, wanted to appoint a woman, so he went with her. I don't, I, I'm, she's voted favorably on a couple of things that, that I, I, I agree with her voting on, but overall, I do not think she was a solid pick. But there was massive riots and destruction all outside the Supreme Court when even Comey Barrett was being sworn in, and then they even went to her house, and they threatened her kids, man. They threatened her husband. Uh, she has two black kids she adopted, and they were attacking them, calling them fucking uh, token kids and all this other crazy shit. So she, just like all, all white people, she went and she bought two uh, nig words. That's uh, legit shit that was being said to her in signs outside of the Supreme Court. And again, people broke the breach of the building and were attacking like Capitol Hill police and security guards when uh, Kavanaugh was being sworn in. You know, Captain Boof. But the right won't get mad over this. The right will be like, oh, this is not a qualified pick. Hmm. And that's it. January 6th is the worst day in history, folks. And I'm gonna butcher this fucking name. Katanji. Katanji Brown Jackson. A 51-year-old Harvard Law School graduate sitting on the U.S. Court of Appeals in Washington, D.C. is a frontrunner and has the early support of many Democrats. Jackson served as a clerk for Breyer and two other justices giving her experience at the top court that is seen as a positive. Some progressives, however, still insist on keeping their opinions open. They like Jackson, and they believe she can get confirmed, but they also see merit in Candace Jackson Akawami, a federal public defender, uh, Sherilyn Ifill, and Janae Nelson. What is with these fucking names, man? Well, you know, a big claim on BLM's side is when black people come to America, their culture gets taken away. Well, we sure as fuck didn't take away your goofy-ass names. Jesus Christ, my tongue was doing somersaults trying to figure out how to pronounce it. Like, I got other names in this future. I see you here, I'm just here like, ah, uh, what the fuck? So yeah, I've got your name wrong. Uh, Some progressives, however, still insist on keeping their opinion. Oh, yeah, like, Jackson... Federal Public Defender, Sherilyn Niffel, Nelson, President and Associate Director Counsel and Director Counsel, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund Representative Nancy Abudu, Abudu, the Strategic Litigation Director at the Southern Poverty Law Center. So you know that last one. That last one. Keep an eye on. Keep an eye out for Nancy Abadu. I have a feeling Nancy Abadu is going to start going places. <clears throat> there have been disagreements between progressives and moderates about the court over the last year. Progressives such as Senator Elizabeth Warren, a Democrat from Massachusetts, 
have pressed the White House to seriously consider adding more seats to the Supreme Court to make up for its conservative majority. Again, court packing. Yeah, Warren, that cunt who said Bernie Sanders said a woman could never be president that he never fucking said. Listen, I've met Bernie. Cannot stand the fucking guy. He never said anything like a woman could never be president. I guarantee you. This motherfucker was advocating for a female president back in the 60s. So you may want to just try again with that bullshit. Yeah, core packing. Translates to... And you know what? If the Democrats had a majority in the Supreme Court right now... No, the right wouldn't be saying, let's pack the Supreme Court. They wouldn't. That There would be no call to do it. It's literally just, I'm butthurt, me mad. But those differences have largely been left in the rearview mirror amid excitement over the coming high court pick. The changes, fuck all. Quote, The conversations I have participated in have really, have been really assuring in that the consensus is we would be happy with any of these women, but largely based on skin tone, end quote. Well, the quote ended at women, of course. Said Kim Tigner, co-founder of She Will Rise, an advocacy group that has been pushing for pushing the White House for more black nominees to fulfill critical judicial appointments nationwide. Quote, no one's name in the mix has proven to be a wedge within the different coalitions working on this, she has said. One possibility, ex- one possible exemption is U.S. District Judge J. Michael Childs, with a name like that, keep him away from Roberts, who is House Majority Whip James Clyburn. Oh, James Clyburn. That's a name we haven't heard on this podcast in a while. One of the fucking... Talked about him a lot when it came to the whole Afghanistan debacle. He came up a lot. Him and Millie's Coxsleeve. Yeah. <clears throat> Claiborne is a key supporter of Biden, whose endorsement ahead of the South Carolina Democratic presidential primary was critical to Biden's victory. He had also pressed Biden to commit to nominating a black woman to the Supreme Court. Little care is being put into if they're actually qualified. They just want to say, we're not a racist party. We got a black person in there. We got a black woman in there. I feel bad for Clarence Thomas right now. Clarence Thomas is probably like, man, I just figured out how to work with Breyer. I just figured out how to work with this fucking asshole. And now y'all gonna bring this bitch on board, huh? God damn. Make my job hard. And you know Clarence Thomas has been saying this for 40 years straight. Fuck you, Joe. Clarence Thomas was saying, let's go Brandon back in the 90s and 80s. Yeah, Joe Biden falsified so many rape accusations to keep him out of po- keep him out. Oh, look into the beef. There's a lot of beef between Clarence Thomas and Joe Biden. Clyburn has argued that Childs would likely win GOP support 
and be confirmed in a bipartisan vote. Biden nominated her to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals at the start of the new year, but her work for corporations has drawn opposition, much of which is voiced privately. From liberals who believe Biden should pick one of the other ah, formable candidates for the job. Quote, There's a general agreement that we don't need someone who's been a management side attorney on the Supreme Court, said Molly Coleman, executive director of People's Party Project, without mentioning child by name. Quote, That's not an experience that's been underrepresented. Oh, I see. She's the wrong kind of black Democrat judge. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is it because she might get GOP support? No, no. Hmm. I wonder what it is. This is actually a genuine, not sarcasm, this is a genuine questioning here. This woman. She's been a corporate lawyer. GOP's likely to support her. Democrats seem to like her. She sounds uniparty. She sounds swamp. Could it be that this activist actually is concerned about swamp? Now, a lot of people on the left don't believe there is a swamp. But a lot of people do believe there's a swamp. Mm, I'm just curious. It, it sounds like this woman's, like, dead pick. Michelle Child. I'll have to look into that name separately. They don't want Michelle Childs. Even though she seems like she'd get support from both the left and the right. She seems you to party. She'd probably play along corporate lines since she's a corporate attorney. I don't understand them. Then again, this administration has brought strange bedfellows together. A prominent grassroots leader aligned with Senator Bernie Sanders, a communist from Vermont, sorry, a socialist from Vermont, there's a difference, went further, calling the idea that Childs may be selected, quote, highly concerning. Yeah, remember when Bernie Sanders said, it's all the millionaires and the billionaires. And then he became a millionaire and then he became, it's all the millionaires, it's all the billionaires and the trillionaires. He immediately quit talking about, about millionaires immediately when he became one. Uh, uh, and he also said, open borders is a Koch brothers proposal. And then Q in 2020, we need open borders. When it came to it, you had the two, right? In 2016, you had Bernie Sanders, populist left. Donald Trump, populist right. Bernie Sanders was like, Would you all let me in? I want to talk about the people. And they said, Fuck off, Bernie. Piss off. Trump came up and he was like, Bah, keep that fucking door open. Started just kicking shit, throwing shit, knocking counters off the wall, demanding to speak to who was in charge. And then they were like, Sir, it's you. You're the one in charge. He was like, I'm in charge? Bet. And then he started throwing it, and throwing it, and throwing it, and throwing it. And he started, like, insulting people. Starting shit. Which is also why I want to see him get back in there. Like, I've, I've said before, I kind of want to see, uh, I really want to see, like, a, a Rand Paul get in there. Which, you know, might not happen. But, dude, 
they, they, they got the, they, they got this dude who walked in there and started smashing their shit out of the building and they're trying to put it back together. And the cops are, you know, they're, they're talking to Trump outside the building. They're like, dude, you go in there one more time, it'll be the last time you ever get to go in that building. And Trump's thinking, so I have one more opportunity to get whatever I want done. He will walk into that building floating. He will levitate into that building, eyes glowing red, lens flare everywhere. The fucking walls are crumbling down as like unfiltered raw populist power flows through the avatar of Trump. Uh, I'm being joking, of course, but you know, he'd be seriously off the reservations if he had in there one more time. That's what I want to see. I want to see him just fucking go. Like, I want to see him just, just fucking rage. Start throwing shit, getting things done. And he's like, no, no, no. We, we, we're not negotiating this time. I'm doing it. And if it goes bad, right, uh, you know what? I will totally come back and I apologize for being like, yeah, that was a bad call. But you know what? I want an unfiltered, almost populist dictator Trump. I do. I, I, want, I want Trump to be the Republican candidate that the left was so afraid of in many ways. The populace will love it. Genuinely, he'll be wildly popular. But let's get back to this article. We are almost done. A discussion about who liberals don't want is is nonetheless been limited for now, multiple sources said. Instead, Instead, there's a sentiment that while most names being seriously talked about are progressive on issues like healthcare, the environment, and women's rights, there's also an acceptance that Biden and top advisors in his ear will not choose a nominee who will align will align key centrist senators and be seen as too left-wing by his moderate base. Quote, We're not talking about putting an avowed socialist on, on the Supreme Court, said Coleman. Quote, We're talking about people who have had incredible, successful legal careers in a field that is not radical. That's really about doing the best they can under a very stringent set of rules. Quote, There's nobody Biden could pick who is actually going to be radical, she said. Nobody who so far left. And that brings us to the end of this article and this upload. Now, a couple final thoughts while the clock runs out. Uh, Again, I want to reiterate. This will achieve nothing. This changes nothing. You're replacing a Democrat with a Democrat. And if they're really set about replacing somebody who's replacing Breyer with somebody who's qualified who happens to be on the left and happens to be black, I don't give a fuck. I just want someone who is qualified for the job. I'm tired of identity politics. I'm tired of people being shows, being picked for jobs based on skin tone. So, uh, if we can start picking people solely based off of what they're qualified to and not to do, then I will have no problem with whoever Biden picks. But, you know, I have this funny feeling that Biden's not going to pick somebody based off their qualifications. It's going to be solely off of their ability to be in his, like, well, I got a black person in there. I got a black woman of color in the Supreme Court. Look at me. Whoa. And I also feel bad for the person who will be picked if that's what they do. 
because again down the road they're gonna be looking in the mirror and think am i here because i'm qualified or am i here because i was a diversity hire i genuinely think america could write itself right and should the day come when america does write itself and the supreme court justice is still there it was the lifetime position well eventually they're gonna start wondering things about why they're there and it could get really uh i don't know it could get way heavy on somebody when those thoughts start to start to creep in but all that being said, we'll keep this. We'll keep an eye on the story, and I'll update you when there is an update to be given. Uh, Briar is stepping down; he retires in October, and from there, the shit really kicks off. I believe the first of October is actually when Briar's uh, multiple decades span career is over. And not only that, in November this year, we have the midterm elections, the 2022 midterms. Like I said, this is going to be an interesting year. It's going to be tense. And I'll be sitting right here, documenting, recording, and uploading everything that I can to keep an eye on it. Uh, I'll leave a link in the description of this. You want to go watch my Defeat the Mandates on American Homecoming footage from January 23rd. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'll, uh, I'll catch you guys later. Peace.